Andrew, you were talking about um, your interest in sort of life after death and what it all means and the origin of our species. Yeah, that stuff fascinates me so much. Every Anytime I hear that, my ears perk up when I'm listening to all these shows. That's one of the... It, I, I love to hear anything. If you want to tell me about what my soul is, where it goes, what happens to it, why it, why it was made, who wants to steal it, anything to do with my soul, I am in. I love hearing about it because I just don't believe that it's over when you know when we die. I just don't. And I, I won't. I won't buy it. And I've been through all sorts of different yeah. ways of trying to to you know all sorts of religions. I certainly was a Christian, born again three different times, and then I just. That didn't feel right either. And yeah, there you go. I'm more of a reincarnation man. Yeah, I I'm, I have to say I've enjoyed the idea of reincarnation, and um, when I say I've enjoyed it, it gives it 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 seems to be more freeing in some ways about what's possible. Now, I don't I don't necessarily believe that if you do something bad and then you come back as like a flea or something. Right. Like, I don't necessarily believe that, but. You know, it's possible that in this reality, we do need to experience what it means to be different beings, like different types of beings. So what if we had to, Dolores Cannon talks about um, needing to explore being a rock. So maybe in your yeah. earliest incarnation, you were a rock. That's the levels, right? Yes, yeah, and, and things didn't go, go very fast. And then a dog, and then a, yeah, yeah. Right, then, then, then a mammal, and then an, maybe an, an insect, and then a mammal, and right, then, right. you know, a human, and then different kinds of humans. Right. And then throughout your lifetime as humans, you know, if you don't get the lesson or you don't learn whatever the lesson is, it's probably something about love and forgiveness, then you got to go back and but do you think you should, you should be, there should be real proof that lets you know that that's exactly what happens to you, or would it change this whole experience we're having? You know what I mean? Yes. It, should it be revealed that we are reincarnating, and you're going to get another turn and another turn and another turn that would no. change your life now? So, is it should it always be hidden? Is it always going to be hidden? Would it help or hurt it? If you knew. I think you, that's it would be a game. It wouldn't be real if you knew. It would feel like a okay. game. That's also kind of ties in with um, the original reason why you w proposed this idea of a get together and discuss this stuff because disclosure is kind of like a microcosm of what you're saying. If, oh, if, interesting. If, right. the, if the government or governments came out and said, "We have proof." Right. You know, we're not going to lie to you anymore. Then <clears throat> that blows the cover. Yeah. Yeah. So if the source, whether it be God, however you imagine that God to be, is actually there and he's, it's going to reveal itself, like that theory that somebody belongs to, if that's revealed that it's actually the truth right. for everybody, then... There's no real purpose anymore, is there? Well, the jig's up. Well, the, the evolution, but, but the, the evolution that we can evolve. Though I mean, you know, it may be that just like if you think about it, like the pyramids have sand on it, and over time they've been, and just metaphorically, the sand keeps getting 
less and less and it reveals more and more and more. And each time we learn a little bit more, and maybe this time we're learning more about our true existence, yeah. and then maybe it elevates us to a different level. Maybe that's part of our ascension, is that maybe we are supposed to know about this, but I can't even imagine what my life would be like if I knew that I was coming back again. If I knew it for sure, my whole mindset would be completely different. But that may be what they're talking about with ascension, that you know that you you're evolving and maybe that's our next evolution is we actually find out for reals you know what we what we are what what happens well that opens up another possibility you were talking about proof yeah cuz i know you like proof at the same time you're one of the most creative dudes i've ever met mm. and uh you where where does that I gotta show you proof yeah, of yeah. that. <laughs> I've seen some proof <laughs> of that. Um, <laughs> the idea behind proof is not quantum, right? When you think about you know, we're all walking quantum computers, if we can get scientific for a second. And so you essentially as a quantum computer and as a master creator are pulling your your thoughts are pulling matter and creating a form, okay? That form takes phys physicality at some point, whether that's a painting, a song, a, a, a something you write, um, a punch, you know, it takes some sort of a form. And you can mani you manifest things that way. Isn't that your proof? Now, I'm, I'm asking, yeah. I'm uh, open the gray area here because sure. that's your proof that, it, that it you are be. a creator God. It would be if I could 100% believe that. But every yeah. time, I mean, I could say, yeah, maybe I manifested that. But I could also say it was dumb luck or, you know, my buddy Joe introduced me to Charlie and it all happened. I mean, it could, well, I don't it, know, both it's hard are to true. prove that too, both right? Both are yeah. true. So in <clears throat> reincarnation. Yeah. Whether you believe or don't believe. <clears throat> so in reincarnation, true. it's a linear action yes. however your yes. previous lives and your future lives are all playing out at the same time exactly yeah, that's right yes. so like you know maybe a little deja vu might mm -hmm. be just and interfering interference coming from one of those other it's like parallel a, like a magnetic tape that you tape over and over remember those old vcr tapes yeah. <clears throat> you would tape over yeah, and over right. and over and, and then there'd be ghosting yeah, that's right it's the same yeah, thing man it's the same thing that always blows my mind, the whole, the whole essence of time and that we've made that construct. But every time somebody tries to explain it to me, it's like I can't get my head around it. If it's all happening at once, this is a big Art Bell thing too because yeah. he was nuts about time travel. The guy was a freak <clears throat> about it. But if it's all happening at once, how is that even possible? And why do we even get older? I mean, if it's all happening at once, why does a tree get big? Why does a... Why do I, you know, why do I have baby teeth? Well, I think maybe this is, I don't, I've never heard this before <laughs> in my life, but it's just you saying that I was thinking of like time and the revel like days, days are determined by the time the sun comes up and goes down or no, it doesn't come up. I mean, the, the yeah, earth the, is revolving. Maybe yeah. sound like an idiot. The, the yeah. We're revolving. going around the sun yeah. and the earth is spinning. Yeah. So it seems like the sun is coming up and the moon's coming up and all that, but that determines a day. That's right. true. But that isn't really, 
yeah, yeah, you're right. Nothing starts over. So yeah, but like, okay, remember when you were a kid? That's cool. Yeah. And like, you took a day, and you did like fifty different things. <laughs> yeah. You know, with no naps. You know, and with it barely like a lunch. It took so long. Yeah, and summertime between really you, know, you know third and fourth grade was like a lifetime. Yeah, yeah. it was. But uh, just imagine like being a baby, how right. long a day is. Right. Or a mouse, how long a day is. You know, because they say in cat years or whatever, or dog years. So. Well, some uh, insects only live three days. Uh, yeah, right. And, right. Fly or and that feels like a lifetime, yeah. I'm sure. Yeah. But how do you wrap that back into explaining the how time, time is all happening at once? Okay, I have a thought. Um, I, I think that time is happening at once, but it's on different strands. So if you take like a fiber optic and there's different strands and it's carrying light, each strand carries light and it carries information, but it's different, it's separate. And uh, I think that's how time works. And when you make a certain decision, that's on a different timeline. Oh. And so on this one timeline, you have, a ba- you have baby teeth. On this other timeline, you're an adult. On this other timeline, you're an exotic dancer. Now that I'd like to see. Okay, so this- all those lights, start, all those fiber optics yeah. start out at the same time? Yeah. Or because yeah. if, if I'm making decisions. And reroute when you make a choice. Choice changes it. Right. But in if it's all happening at once, am I a baby back here and I'm a full adult on the same? You just jump. Yeah, you just jump and it's from strand to strand. So I don't know if that's true. Is that but string theory? Is that kind of part Actually, of string I, theory? I don't know. I, I need to look that up. I know it sounds like I'm being basic about it, but there is something to I think string theory also has to do with frequencies. I don't know. I'll look at that. But it always blows my mind when they start talking about time because we certainly did make that up. That that's proven, and every every yes. crazy physics, yes. physicist, and exist. all the quantum people will all say the same thing. Is time, we agree that time exists, and yeah. therefore it does. <laughs> but it's also like it's it's like an element. I heard that being said. Yes. It's like gravity. Yes. There's you know you can put it in equations. There's gravity. There's time. And space. But not time as we. Yes. I don't know. Trips me up every time. <laughs> Have you heard of? I was listening to um, uh, Duncan Trussell the other day, and he was talking about Thursdayism. <laughs> Have you ever heard about no. Thursday? What's Thursdayism? It's like any any time you like wake up or whatever, you can say that th- your your existence began last Thursday, and mm. it. You know, it started for everybody. So all your memories and everything was just, uh, oh, let me get this. <laughs> it's last Thursday calling. <laughs> Hello. It's Thursday. So what does that mean? Well, it's, it's just like, you know, there can, be, there can be all these different theories. And, you know, I, don't, I can't remember who it was who actually started Thursdayism. But it's like, how can you prove that it's not you were implanted with all these memories it's almost like a simulation sure you know but like oh last, i see last right. thursday i began and i remember everything but who doesn't say that like now when i go to sleep tonight reset it resets and i've begun fresh but i've been in, i've been uh, instilled with all the memories leading up to then 
Yeah. Some is that what you mean? Yeah. yeah. Some uh, people say that your DNA is where the memory is stored. It's imprinted. That it is not, DNA is not just this biological thing. It's, a, it's actually data storage. Yeah. And that things get activated by frequency, by light, uh, by photonic energy. By eating it? Like yes. um, Bill, Billy Carson yes. says that if you eat uh, a, a cow that was slaughtered, that, yes. that anxiousness In the goes cow. into the DNA and yeah. you eat that. Yes. And you actually get more... You know, you consume whole, yeah. whatever you consume. You are what you eat. Yeah, for real. From your all head the way down, down to your to, feet. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It, your DNA. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. The DNA storage thing's it's, fascinating. Well, just like it's mushrooms cool. talking to each other, there's been you know theories that mm-hmm. all plants talk to each other and you know communicate at some point. Do you do you guys remember that movie by I don't know if you like M Night Shyamalan? My but, daughter was named after one of his movies. Oh. Oh. So you don't like well, him? There no. we go. No. Well, he did have the one film called The Happening. Mm-hmm. I don't, maybe this is a spoiler alert, but I think it happens pretty quickly that it's the plants communicating. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're tired of us doing what we're doing to them. And therefore they, they trigger their own um, defense response that ends up um, causing humans to commit suicide. Yeah. Or harm, self-harm, because the plants want to be left alone. And it, it, it's very interesting when you think about that, that why couldn't a plant or sure. any creature, but a plant, I mean, we think of plants as being, oh, they're just dumb, they're just there, they're just inert. They're not inert. Right. They have energy. There's some evidence that they have emotion, at least See, someone would say, oh, it's just, a, it's just an instinctual response. But I don't know. I don't know if that's true. That trees have memory and trees take care of one another. You guys have heard this. And that, that the forest, um, the blanket on the forest floor, which includes mushrooms and other fungi, um, support baby trees. Before the baby tree is big enough to like connect to the big trees around it, the mushrooms take care, and the mushrooms and the fungi in the soil sends the signal until the baby tree is connected. If the baby tree were to get harmed or it was, get, it was a drought and the other trees conserve water and share with each other. So tell me that that's something that yeah. is, is inert. Oh, wow. And I don't, I mean, it's not the kind of um, uh, sentience that we have. It's right. different. But... Who's to say that, that trees and plants aren't sentient? They completely outnumber us. Think about how many yes. more plants there are than humans. Not Shit, just they kill us. Number like but species. 20 to 1. Number of species of plants. Right. Not and also, right. the evolution of how some plants are defense, yes. you know, like poison ivy. Defensive. And, um, That's right. Like thorns. Yeah. They're protecting that beautiful yes. flower. Yeah. Yes, they are. It, wow, it, that creepy. whole thing fascinates me. That that whole concept just is very fascinating to me. I don't I don't know what to do with it, uh, but I I like it. And you know I'm gonna say something really weird here. Okay, oh, yeah. <laughs> you guys brace yourselves. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so oh, it's now time to get weird. It's now time to get weird. Hey, I'm listening. I'm just gonna go mess with these lights real quick. Okay, um, what if we 
humans did not have to eat food. Plants don't eat food. Plants get their energy from the sun. From the sun. They the chlorophyll that they have pulsing through their veins are what collects converts sunlight into energy. We don't have chlorophyll. Much better. Jason. Oh my goodness. Yes. The chlorophyll is their food, is their factory that creates the food. They don't have all this complex plumbing that we do um, to convert different foodstuffs. So I, I don't know. This is going to sound strange, but I don't do plants poop. I don't even know. <laughs> they don't poop, do, do they? Poop? They they drip. They drip like moisture, but I don't know if they, they expirate, aspirate. Uh, I don't think they do, do they? I don't think they poop. Jason, do, do you know if plants poop? poop? Well, I imagine it being like fish poop. Don't you? <laughs> Even though they ephemeral. don't, isn't it? They just they kind of fall off the... <laughs> well, ephemeral. I think what they do is they shed. Leaves and stuff? Yeah. Okay. Well, that's true. Is that pooping? I mean, look at the when when autumn comes. Yeah, right, 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 right. But I mean, that's more like a re uh, regeneration. But that, isn't that what shitting is? You're defecating shitting. your nutrients that you you're digesting. So true. when a, a tree digests, mm. it takes a long time, a whole season. Right. It does for all that water and it's shit just to come slow. Up. It's just slow, like in uh, the Lord of the Rings. When the trees get pissed off, oh, because Sauron is burning them down, and they finally get mad. And remember the trees, and they're very yeah. slow, and yeah. it takes them such a long time to come to part. a decision. I right? love that part. I love yes. how that it, it was illustrated. I enjoyed I that. Love that. It was amazing. But that gave me pause to think about the trees as a uh, an entity, like a not not just a spirit, but like a sentience, and. You know, when you look at trees sometimes, they look like faces. Oh, yeah. Or they look like they're, but we're they're frozen that way in time. Too, well, I know, but don't they also sometimes look, if you see a tree that's like at the edge of the water and it yeah. looks like it's, Arms are out. it's like holding the water, you right. know. But actually, it's just cool. like holding onto the land, trying not to fall in. Well, yeah, exactly. But I don't know. <clears throat> I realize it's, it's called anthropomorphizing when yeah. we. When we put yeah. human traits onto yeah, something we, that's not human, I realize that. Right. But that's kind of the gray area that but, we're exploring right. today. Also, <laughs> check out the the difference between land uh, properties versus sea properties, and also hmm. think of the atmosphere properties which goes beyond our planet so it's like different gradations really the particle sizes change you know as the gravity and the pressure changes same with the ocean the salinity and all the different aspects change as you get deeper versus when you're closer. i saw an article the other day that said that this person found a rock in their yard or whatever and it turned out to be like a meteor or a oh, meteorite yeah. or whatever oh, sure and i'm like dude just think about how precious that is yeah yeah yeah, yeah. how rare it is right compared yeah. to like titanium or gold or whatever right. it's like right. and if that thing's alive what is it seen 
Yeah. I mean, if it if it is it is a being, then where did it come from and what did it see? Or if or even if it was just like, you know, stone or or just busted up planet. Right. Right. Because what is an asteroid? What is a comet? We don't know. It's just shit out there in the. Busted up planets. That's a funny way to say it. it, Or it's a busted up lunchbox that an alien had in a spaceship. You don't know, right? Right. You don't know. Well, you know, I'm actually wearing a piece of meteorite. I got one on, too. You do? Oh, shit. got my Moldavite. That's it. That's what what this is. I didn't know. That's funny. I got this Moldavite uh, ring. Healing, calming properties. Why do all these crystals have the same thing? I want to have them all around my office. Oh, you've got a selenite tower. I like selenite. This Moldavite actually feels uh, feels warm. It's probably got some radiation. I have my big hunk of hunk of burning rose quartz here. Rose quartz. Yeah, I love this stone. It's so calming. What's that supposed to be? It's basically the love, the love stone. Just uh. You know what I was thinking the other day? So, you know how. Oh, God, I think about this all the time. You know, like baseball cards when I was a kid. Uh, if I only had, you know, the the Don, the original Don Mattingly or whatever, and I had them all when I was a kid, you know, but yeah. you just throw those cards away. You don't care about them then because yeah. they're everywhere. Yeah, but you know how, you know, as you age, you realize that you had them at one point. What if all of a sudden crystals, they found out all this really exotic shit about crystals and that they're incredibly valuable. They store information, whatever. And yeah. we have crystals. I have a whole whole cabinet yeah, of too. crystals. I'd be rich. Right. Because they figured out something about crystals. It'd be like baseball cards. And I own them all. And I, we just owned them all because they were, they were cheap and they were fun. And we, you know, pretty. like to think about them. Pretty. Them. Yep. And, and by the off chance that they really are giving out some great energy, mm-hmm. I want to have that. Right. And then all of a sudden we find out. That they're all full of information, and we <laughs> pop a little laser in it, yeah. and it we can hit, the whole universe story will be told to us, and we have a whole drawer full. I know. Did you guys see the Superman movie? This was the old one back with um, mm-hmm. Christopher Reeve yeah, when they were it. in the Fortress of Solitude, yep. and uh, he put those crystals in yep. the little thing, and it told poetry and different things. That was in the 80s, you guys. That was in the 80s, you guys. And I I was like, oh, that's cool. But, like, I didn't think about it, right? And it's not until recently, like the last 10 years or so, that I've really thought about these things that are crystals. They must be doing something. They amplify uh, Mm -hmm. uh, us energy. They do the subtle energies, energies. the things that we don't don't track or measure or understand, right? Yeah, they're an amplifier. So what if they're amplifying the Earth's energy? And... Well, let's assume they are. Why? Why? I don't know why. I'm, I'm asking. I don't know. But you know, they are amplifiers, and they're used in science a lot. Um, crystals are well, used didn't you have to some sort to of story the, where you to, knew a guy that um, put to, a laser, shot a laser through a thing, yeah. and something happened. Yeah, I mean, it basically um, when you do ultrasonic um, technologies, you put a current through. A crystal crystal uh, vibrates and am, um, uh, makes the current vibrate higher so that you if you attach that to a drill bit or something like that you can uh, you can cut through you know harder and harder materials with that drill bit that the drill bit couldn't handle otherwise because the crystal has raised the frequency it's kind of like diamond yes. tipped. tipped but it's not 
Is no, it? It's frequency. Is that, no, it's frequency. But it's done farness. with it's done with frequency. Done so with it's frequency. just because it's near it, and you're projecting something through you it. Put the current through it, and then you capture the energy back into a drill bit or something. Okay. And then that's why you're able to use um, drill bits to cut through harder materials, mm -hmm. and it does it does it seamlessly, right? Yeah. Because it's a higher frequency than the material that you're cutting through. So it's There's so it's much like, shit that blows my it's mind. It's uh, crazy, I, isn't it? Yeah. I I things we don't understand. It. Yeah. That, <laughs> right. that just happen. I They're mean, it's right. magic all over the place. There's but magic just, everywhere. Yeah. I feel so. That's why I'm here. I think so too. I'm so I'm just like. Well, you're also <clears throat> talking about like crystals and their value. You're placing value on something. That's something that humans also. Yeah. Do. Yeah, like they do. Other species of you know even gorillas don't really put value in anything other than their time and so all this fiat currency that we have oh, which is man. just paper yeah right. thank god we trust everybody else pay cash it's just paper <laughs> but you know like listening to I, f I forget where i heard this but like you know currency it's all like fluid it's mm -hmm. yes. moving like, like the bank, water, you know, the bank of a river, currencies, current. Oh, I know who we were listening to. Was he an older guy? Probably. Uh, man had a captivating voice. Yeah. Much older guy, mm -hmm. and he, he he did that with almost everything. He said there was a word, and then he went off on that word, and he built this whole story around it. I've heard him like a couple like times. what people used to name. use to pay each other was salt, and that's where we got salary. <laughs> that's him. Yeah, yeah. 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 It was burl lives. Well, the currency is just a concept, <laughs> right? Yeah. yeah. It's, it's, but it's like you're placing value. Like, if I want to buy this car, yeah, it, it's, it costs me six years. Yes. And, you know, whatever. This, this of many hours of labor. My, my worth is, my you know, such and such amount an hour right or a week right. or whatever that's how much i'm worth yeah so yeah. like you know it's it my, is an exchange i mean this this money magic system that we're in is it is an exchange for your, your life force in exchange for this thing or this material thing that you're buying or you know whether it's a house or a car or a t theater ticket or whatever you're exchanging your life force for it Mm -hmm. at the end of any right. day that's what you're doing and when you're young you realize you you think you have all the life force in the world right because you do and then when you get older you're like well it's a good way to put it you're exchanging your life you force are. right because it's what you you, there, there's more you're going to have to output of your that's own it. self yeah i mean to get the money that's to do right. the thing to that's buy right. the deal so really it's, whether it's whether it's greenbacks or salt right or pounds sterling, right. it doesn't it's matter. It's still a promise that you're going to have to put yeah. something into it. That's right? it. That's it. It's really fascinating that, you know, we think that this world we live in is so um, solid, but it's founded on these kinds of principles that we just take for granted now. Is we've just incorporated into who we are, and we don't think about how where it must have come from. Well, like, <clears throat> I was listening to somebody. I think it was somebody on the Gaia network that was talking about the timeline of the earth mm. and 
how people, even scientists like the most uh, forward-thinking scientists, believed that the Earth was probably about 7,000 years old, right? Or 10,000, something like around 7 to 10,000. We're talking when? When? Back in the day? No, just like 15, 20 years ago. Like, you know, maybe, maybe not all scientists, but some actually believe. Not, I don't say, let me, let me rephrase that. Humans. Oh, okay, okay. We're that, yeah. Humans were. That story's being told differently. Yeah, you know? <laughs> yeah. And, and now they're finding artifacts that were even, so even like your, your, your scientists, like your archaeologists that believe that it was such a, they're even being, I was watching a show called, it was like the tomb of Sakari. It was on, it's on Netflix. It's really fascinating. It's these people digging out these tombs in Egypt and they're finding like these, this, this, um, Pharaoh the name Sakari, I think it was a pharaoh, but like the way it was just watching, being educated on how they treated things back then compared to it was like that culture was so completely bizarre compared to that motorcycle that we just heard drive down the road. What do you mean, like what they put in their caskets? Yeah, or what, like, what, like what this, was precious this guy, to them? he was like a king and he had his name in his tomb so many times that he wanted to make sure that anybody who came in there knew for certain that it was King Sakari or whatever he was. He was a pharaoh. They used to, didn't they used to like, let's say he had a favorite horse. They would kill the horse and put it in there with him. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And in his tomb. For the afterlife. You would go into his tomb and like these people went into his tomb and there's these different tunnels. So, and this wasn't like an abnormal thing. Mm-hmm. There's these different tunnels where this tunnel was somebody else that they buried in there. And this is not, I mean, this is not their tomb and it might be like his nephew or something. Sure. And then like this tunnel that went down, it's not a tunnel, but it's like a cavern. Passage. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A passage. Catacomb. Catacomb that went down. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but like, my point is, um, I don't even remember what my point was, but no. it's fascinating. I think the Egyptians believed in reincarnation they to did. some degree, right? But they believed in a journey. It was a, you, you had to pass through all these things and you were almost in physical form when you left. I've, I mean, you left, but it, it may be an astral plane kind of left, right? You were still physical. Well, I think what they're, what they're doing is they're taking like all that stuff that they're putting on their on their walls goes with them goes with them but what, what's with the name i don't want to bring a hundred name plates what are they going to do for me i don't know that i think that had to do with the ownership ego freak because they they unearthed this other tomb and it was just a small little tunnel and it was like the same kind of like they pulled out this body you know this this tomb that looked like you know like the thing and everything like king tut you know sure. it was like it had a face and the little feet sticking up and uh, they, oh, they they opened it right there. Whoa, yeah. You need to watch it. <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't want to do that. No. Those things were cursed. They typically. just, they, oh. I could see that. Ooh. There's night, a lot of folks. At the, museum. the very yeah. earliest Egyptologists and folks who did exploration, many of them died when. But, yeah, and I, and I, I will say that I don't think it's some ancient curse necessarily. I think it's 
pathogens that were sealed up. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. we, you know, microbes yeah. getting into the lungs that killed the people. So it's a very real. It's like kind Europa's of, asbestos. Yeah. <laughs> it's just the same. Just, yeah. It's 10,000 year old dust. Like, let's yeah. breathe that in with all the viruses it must have. Yeah. yeah. They actually King's did this asbestos. right when e- e- Ebola happened. Sure. <laughs> sure. Well, with respect King, to the, the Egyptian thing. <laughs> very nice. You know, the idea of naming things and trying to control things and trying to place your human uh, value on something that's ephemeral, like uh, Explain ephemeral. You've said that, and you've also said something sentient. Sentient. Now, I've heard those a lot, but I'd like to know the definitions more or less. Okay. Well, ephemeral is something that you kind of can't grasp it's 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 floating it's out it's like there ether. It's, it's ether but it yes ephemera ephemeral that's what the but notion it's alive? Of it is it's no. it's it exists but it's not substantial it it exists in the moment and then it's gone nice so um the idea behind that the, the an afterlife that the the way the egyptians appeared to have practiced it because none of us remember i'm right. sure was that it was they took what was really a concept uh, and they turned it into a physical thing. Like when I wake up after I die, I'm going to have all my stuff. Right. Well, I think we know now that you don't get to take your stuff. Right. Right. You take what's in you, which could be, I mean, what would that be? Your spirit, your, <clears throat> your astral body yeah well that that's, that's that's what you can take with you but not the physical stuff you can't keep yeah you know uh, like the sentient part of that is what yeah. messes us up because that's what gets us so stuck to our bodies yes you know that's why it's so mm-hmm. morbid to you know mess with a body i can't stand that it's a meat suit I like, you know, yeah. hey, somebody calls it container. a meat suit. A container, that's a nice way to say it. A vessel. A vessel the Bible talks right. about a vessel. It's it's your space suit. Yeah. It's like your your earthly space meat suit. Meat suit's perfect. Yeah, that one works Well, too. the grays, actually, that's been docu- documented. I mean, yeah. it's been told many, many times through abductions that we're called containers. Yeah. yeah. Yep. We're I think that's fascinating. Containers, containers for the spirit. Like, uh, for the soul. Like Avatar. There's yeah. a new, have you seen the commercial for the new one? No. Oh, yes. I can't wait. Is it going to be? I watched that like be epic. 10 times. Was it like the last one was what? Was it like? 2001 or something? No, it's like 2007. Was that before something. CG? <laughs> <laughs> they pioneered a whole new way of making movies with that film. But yeah. I, too, am looking forward to wow, what that's going to teach us. Because it, the spirituality contained in the movie really... I'd say advanced our understanding of of these spiritual concepts, some of which we're talking about right now. All gray areas. Yes, gray. Yeah, gray, no gray, doubt. Gray, All gray, this gray, is gray. gray. And I'm, even if one tenth of this stuff is true, it is so far out from normal day thinking that even even three percent is worth it. You know, the, everything we're talking about is a big cloud, a big <clears throat> cloud of yeah. kind of consciousness. Possibility. Yeah, but. Some of it, you know, I, I just think there's so much more that we just, we do not want to, f- we don't want to focus on it, we don't want to face it, right. and we certainly don't want to interrupt our lives. Because there's so many distractions. Yeah, and it's easy to go there. Like, I, I get that when I talk about 
certainly when I talk about the alien thing with somebody that's new, I get that glaze right away. It's like, <laughs> I have currently shut off. I'll be back when you're done fucking All talking about thinking. this. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I know, not, not, I know to not, I know to get rid, I don't labor on it. I'm like, okay, well, that's one of those. And I don't even go there and five seconds later on to something else. But it almost seems like it's like, time to shut off i was programmed not to think of this well i think non-player character right. yeah right in, <laughs> right in pc yeah i think in this day and age there's a difference between like simple-minded narrow-minded and open-minded mm. you know what i mean like you say simple good now. narrow and open like you could have you know that's cool. An engineer working at a, at a uh, working like popping out all these like uh, you know I don't know 3D printing things whatever yeah. hmm. and uh, they're that's all they think about every day they're always thinking about the next thing even when they're still working on a new one they're like yeah. oh my god I gotta write this down they're not focusing on anything else other than that. Right. Simple-minded is somebody who doesn't care about anything. Maybe like um, this is what a wonderful thing. Some of the best people I've ever met are uh, like people with Down syndrome. Yeah, they're so loving. They're just they just they're just there. Yeah, and and it's like it's not it's. I mean, I guess you could take it to be a degradation to be called. A simple-minded person. Oh man, I don't think about that any. I I might have used to think that way, but I don't anymore. I think it's a gift. Yeah, to be simple-minded, not to not yeah. to give too much care and things. But and is it a gift if I was if I had autism and I can't tell you how I'm feeling? Is that what oh, you well, mean? Oh, that's different. You know, that's that, that's not simple-mindedness. That's a uh, unable to communicate. You're scenario. thinking simple almost as in ignorant to it and, and bliss, yeah. blissfully ignorant. Blissfully, yeah, that's Blissfully very, ignorant yeah. to it. You, simple you're minded. simple, right? I'm and, going and down And that this. might be somebody who's like, I'm just here to fucking build this thing here, yeah. man. And I'm, I'm enjoying I don't wanna, the shit out of it. Like, okay, there might be a UFO there, but there might not. Let's let's clock out and go have a beer. <laughs> right. You know, it's right. like, right. and then you have open minds that when you hear something like, uh, like m me, I, I, whenever somebody says something, I look it up. Yeah. Curious mind. So yeah. that's a different, I think that's like, I do think curiosity curi separates us. Well, and I, but I think that also separates the human race from other things. Yeah. The, the, we're so curious that we're constantly yeah. creating new, I mean, as a species, yep. we're never still, no. we're always curious about the next thing. As soon as the iPhone, whatever comes out, the next iPhone, whatever's being worked on. We're always like that, which is our evolution. Whether it's been kind of made, we've been made that way to be this kind of production machine. Yeah. But you have to be curious to be that. If I wasn't curious, I, I'd be fine with this my whole life. I would. This is my phone. I don't care. I don't care if you upgrade it. But I'm curious about what new shit. Isn't that the whole Garden of Eden thing, though? Curiosity is what had us fall from well in that the, story well yes i realize that story is an allegory mm -hmm. for what jay what you're talking about andrew um yeah which is right. once we had the tree of knowledge or is that it curiosity wasn't it wasn't enough once we had curiosity perfection wasn't enough the fact that everything was perfectly oh, balanced oh. and in harmony no we needed contrast we needed we needed disease. We needed evil. We needed 
pain. We needed suffering to learn. And I'd say whether that uh, idea of Eden and the fall was real or not, we've been in suffering mode ever since. Why is it that the best creativeness I've ever had with poetry and the, the creativity that I perform has been through suffering and pain and not, not love. It's because of honesty. Yeah, I think you finally maybe. get honest. You you shed you shed those layers of bullshit. Maybe. And when you do that, you can finally get the core to something great. Maybe that's it's, true. It's certainly true. That's I true. know it's true for me. When things have happened in my life and they've been rough, I need it more. But you get it through suffering far mm-hmm. more than that love yeah. blissful state. Yeah, unfortunately. And it, it's just it's just seems to be the way we're made. I don't you know yeah. if it's if it's possible for us to shift that, and if we do have an ascension moment, such as what you mentioned earlier, the word ascension, um, I don't. I want to know what that means, but I don't. I'm right. curious about what that means. I'd like to try to define it, at least for us right now. But to the point is, like, what does that look like? What is what is me getting more um, fuel from love? and bliss mm-hmm. and joy than suffering. I will admit to you that I'll say a few years ago before COVID, um, I really had a hard time feeling joy. I really struggled with it. I tried. I did the, okay, I'm going to say something I'm grateful for every day. I had a journal and I had a prompt and I tried and I tried and I didn't last very long. And I was just in a blah place. Mm-hmm. And I couldn't find the joy in my life. And I was not creative. I was just like doing stuff. I was just doing, doing, doing. And I didn't want to be doing, but I did it anyway. And I, you know, it was a hard, hard to get out of that, that cycle. And I'll just say that when COVID hit, it really did stop that cycle yeah. for me. Um, that was, ended up being a positive thing. And now I'm starting to get to a point where I can really feel joy instantly. Mm. There are a few things that do it for me. One of those things is walking in nature, petting my dog. And you know what joy means? You feel what joy means? Yes. Mm. It has a physical place in my body when I'm feeling joy. It's about, it's just above the heart. And then it rises up through my, I'll say through my throat around the, 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 the thyroid area. Um, my face gets flushed. Wow. I feel sort of a tightness in my throat. Right I get, yes, mm-hmm. I get tingly right in the front of my head. Mm-hmm. And I might tear up a little bit from just kind of the, the joyfulness. And, and maybe there's a few butterflies in the tummy, but it's mostly heart and above when I, when I feel joy. And I had something, I had it spontaneously happen to me Actually, just last week, I'm on a freaking airplane of all places. Not a place you usually feel joy for humanity. And I don't know what came over me, guys, but I just had this incredible blissful feeling. And all these emotions and these feelings that I'm sharing with you came through. Wow. And it lasted for both the duration of the flight, so it was a few hours. And I wrote, I started writing during that time. Like, cause I had my phone with me. So I was just you writing like on my it phone. It came over you. It, it just wasn't came something over you were me. thinking of. No, I wasn't thinking about it. It actually took me by surprise. And I wonder if anybody else in the plane 
felt the same thing. Yeah, right. If you rubbed off on other people, I or if it was something getting piped through the, or <laughs> if somebody else rubbed off on me, like give them some if, joy. If they were creating the field, yeah, the yeah, field right, of energy right, that was giving right. me the joy, because I have to say it came at me sideways. But I don't know. But I just wanted to share that because I think that I've in my life have done, have gotten been more creative through suffering than joy, which mm-hmm. is why so much of the music that we listen to mm-hmm. now. I'll say pop music is um, it's all about heartbreak and the thing I didn't get. And there's some that's about triumph, triumph, but the triumph is still about the negative. And yeah, I beat that shit into submission. I'll get over you. You can't take me down. Exactly. It's that kind of triumph. And I have to be honest, I have a really hard time listening to music because I don't find it uplifting. I find it to be sort of low vibrational. Like, I'll give you some, some. Uh, yeah. I'll give you some stuff. How about, yeah, James Brown is incredibly positive. You know, at night he was beating his wife, <laughs> but he had very positive <laughs> songs. You know, get up to get down. You know, everything's like get you know, everything. The good yeah, <laughs> yeah. But at night, <laughs> you know, that's well, what a con coked out of his fucking yeah, brain. Right. <laughs> right. God, I love yes. that guy. Yes. We, used to have, we used to do James Brown I'm a lot. I'm so cool that you need to come over here and put a cape on me. He was supposed to be a pain in the ass. Like he was, it's like they would, they he wouldn't let him quit. And it, it, I had a friend and I. We used to paint all the time to James Brown. It was like to, painting to James Brown is great because it just makes you move and you stay stay alert. We knew all the song had all. You it makes know. you think. You're thinking one step ahead of yeah. where your brush is going to go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a sex machine. But then, but it's funny because we used to always say like, "What is everybody else saying in the back?" That's that's the rest of the rest of the crew, mm-hmm. right. you know. And like, all right, James, they're annoyed. We'll get up hell. and get down once again. You know, it's kind of oh like, come on, James, are we done with this song? You know, because he repeats stuff so many times. Like he'll do it 14 times before it, the song we is. Got to go to the bridge. Was, yeah. Take me to the bridge. Yes, it's the we fucking the bridge. bridge. We know where the fucking bridge is. <laughs> We would just constantly repeat what was the other musicians were saying to him. That's very funny. Well, I know there's good uplifting music. I guess I was just making a yeah, statement about yeah. how creativity, I want more creativity to come from love. When you, when you learn about Da Vinci and, you know, uh, Bocelli and Botticelli and all, some of those other artists, um, the things they created... Oh my goodness. Mm-hmm. Where was their creativity coming from? What well were they drawing from? Was it, was it love? Source. Was it all? Yes, I think, I think it was it direct was a, from source, yeah, right? It wasn't any any of that. I think it was just like, well, uh, Michelangelo used to say, he saw it in the stone before he carved it. Yes. He was given it. Yes. He was given it and he used it. He just, and then I think in that moment when you're doing it, it's almost nothing. It's almost not hot, cold, happy, sad. It it's just your, is. You're zoned. You're Ephemeral. completely in zone. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> there you right. go. So, so where does it come from for you, Andrew, when you're in the, mo- in the zone? My, in my, the you know, I think I felt that a lot more, say, six or seven years ago. Yeah. I'm doing it now with a company and trying to make larger things and there's a lot to that process and i'd like to get back to the painting piece and and the sculpting just having just having clay turning it around on the table and just constantly doing i i can get there i can still get there but Mm -hmm. um 
I think there's times they I've heard this before is when you really are in in the zone like the true zone and the zone is really connecting to source yeah. when you're creating it is when you lose track of time mm-hmm. and I, I I did I did hours of t- hours yeah. six seven hours would be gone and I'm sitting right there and all of a sudden this thing is made <laughs> I, I certainly I certainly had it a cut yeah. maybe maybe that was it comes and goes a little but exaggerated but maybe that truly happened maybe a handful of times but it allowed me to um do you ever heal. do any time lapse yeah do yeah, you do yeah, you do yeah. that i've got a couple oh, of them that's yeah interesting. Like i did an alien head time lapse oh, i carved I it out of a um i started with a chainsaw and i got all the way down to the clay from big piece of wow you know. i want to see that but yeah there's something the other thing i noticed about art is I, I was real troubled i think for a while when i was a kid especially after when i was younger and after my dad died and i was really searching and very um uptight and anxious and mm-hmm. uneasy in my own skin and when i started more art when art makes you slow down <laughs> um but but when you have to focus down just your eyes small movements and you're trying to capture something even with reference or whatever it forces you to get slow it forces you to get like you you start to hum mm-hmm. yeah like a machine you start humming and i swear to god that painting and sculpting it 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 cured me or or it didn't cure me it, it helped me process mm. so much stuff i you know the art the art therapy space. is a real thing a lot of space in between the thoughts tons and yeah. i was able to process my life better and you know you take cool. years and years of that I'm sitting there staring at something. Yeah. Focus. The inside of my mind was was getting cleaned up a bit. That's a great way to say that. That's thank, true. Thank you for that. That's, and that's and it's not to take away from the other things that you're doing, but the other things that you're doing now is more your. It's like more of a business management. Yeah, that's right. And I think that's just the evolution of it. Yeah. I don't, you know, I, I'm not not to talk so much about me here, yeah. but I think one thing that I. I take a lot of pride in the fact that I'm building something, and it's like art. My my company, my little company, mm-hmm. with all the great people that yeah. help, mm-hmm. is like building something yeah. out of clay. No, but it's, it's now fantastic. it's done with people and with, you know, with it's situations and meetings, scale. and you have to like, yeah. It yeah. takes a different kind of concentration it and is. focus. But you know what's interesting? You were talking about this earlier. Is I can't tell you if I know when I feel joy. But I can tell you right away if I'm anxious. Yeah. I can tell you right away if I'm um, uh, irritated. Mad. Mad. Yeah. Or or just, you know, grumpy. Where does I, mad? I can tell you right away. Where does mad find you in its in your body? Where does mad hit you? I'll tell you where it My hits. My jaw. It hits your jaw. Yeah. Right here. Clinching. Mm-hmm. I get mad right here. Yeah. Right. Where yeah. where does mad hit you? Like here and here. Oh, like your hands, here. your your flanks. Yeah. You know where it hits me right in my stomach. Really? I it's like a like a like a pound, and then it starts getting hot, and then it travels up my neck, and I get hot. Like really. Your emotions do a lot of hot. traveling. I they noticed. do. <laughs> they go from one place to the they other. Don't. They crawl around in your neck and hit your face. <laughs> they do. Yeah. They do. Mine start, yeah, it's for sure. And then my face gets red. And if I'm real pissed, I start yeah. to tremble. Yes. Then there's that thing. Yeah. Then yes. I get these eyes. And I don't know if it's just me making shit up. You know, like I'm going to look mm. tougher than you because I'm so mad. But my eyes turn into these <laughs> evil fucking creatures. I look like a crazy looking. Mm-hmm. And that's a learned behavior. There's no way my eyes turn into that automatically because I'm mad. 
You know, it's not like my jaws. <laughs> it's like, but cat- I get these crazy eyes, and it must be a defense. Like, you better stay away from yeah. me. Yeah, I would if you if you had His those. Pants eyes. starts ripping. Don't make Andrew angry. Yeah. You wouldn't you like would him. Like me. When I'm angry. <laughs> no. This has been kind of fun, huh? Yeah. I think we'll get yeah. a rhythm. We, we will, won't we? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, this is what we're talking about, uh, the gray areas of everything. Yep. They're everywhere, aren't they? Mm-hmm. You know, I think the idea behind us having a chat together is that each of us came to this moment where we want to explore things that have not been explained fully. Mm-hmm. We we want to hold open a possibility that those things could be true. And at the same time that they're not true, but they're fun. Yeah. And I don't care if they're true or if they're not yep. true. I'm not, whatever I say or present is just something I'm intrigued by. I don't need to prove it necessarily today. Right. And, and I don't, I like playing with that gray area because it, it, it puts a little more magic in the world. Yeah. Than, than there is on the day-to-day basis. We're not going to come at reptilians either as they are here. Or like David Icke. Yeah. <laughs> We're just going to discuss mm-hmm. them. Right. Not all aliens are good. Not all of them are bad. Yeah. Right. Maybe and, there's not aliens, but I know there's aliens. Right. So we're good with that. That <laughs> part I know for sure. There's no gray area. There's no gray area. No, and, and I appreciate all the folks that have come before us who've made it okay to talk about this stuff because mm-hmm. yeah. there was once upon a time where you'd be some equivalent of burned at the stake mm-hmm. for saying any of this stuff or even conjecturing about it. Uh, Galileo, Copernicus, oh, back there. on and on. Uh, the witch trials, on and on. So our I'll just government. say our own government, yes, uh, Heard a lot about that. Yeah, there's there's Whether a great right deal of that, now. and not that it's it's different now, but it's it's not different. We're always on the edge of of truth, always on the edge of discovery that upsets the status quo mm-hmm. and the power structure. Mm-hmm. Whenever you're you're pushing on the the squishy belly of the power structure, they don't like it. They quote they don't like it, right. and I don't know who they are, but I don't need to know who they right. are. It doesn't matter, right? It's 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 they is a thought form. They ain't fucking here. That's what it they is. They is a thought form. <laughs> they is a concept. Do you want to um, just briefly go through some of the topics that we've come up with that we might be discussing in the oh future? Oh my uh, goodness! No. You want me to to do that? Yeah, yeah. Okay, and you guys chime. Right. I have it sitting on my, I should know it, I have it Time. sitting on my computer at the shop. I look at it all the time. So one of them is sort of creepy technology, mm-hmm. like uh, uh, weather weather tra- technology, Uh-oh. implants, that leads to artificial intelligence and what that could mean for us. Um, we also talked about, um, well, the very biggest one is are we alone in the universe? Yeah, right. And, you know, We've heard a lot on YouTube. I'm gonna blame YouTube for this, um, and Art Bell, of course, who right. I who I adore as well, <laughs> about you know different types of aliens. And I say aliens. I don't even actually like that word. I think extraterrestrials. Yes, and different species. Other entities. Different species. Yes, that's, another one. that's right. There's I lots like of ways one. to say it. Um, you know. So basically, are we alone in the universe? Um, then, of course. Atlantis and Lemuria and ancient civilizations and 
what role those might have played. I'm going to have to do a little studying for that one. Yes. <laughs> I know it in a roundabout way, but I certainly couldn't put it in a timeline. Yeah, and explain it to someone else, like uh, Sumeria, Egypt, and the pyramids mm -hmm. and some of that. And then there's the idea of the, the procession of the equinox and the time cycles on our planet. And uh, you may mm -hmm. have heard a little bit about the Kali Yuga, which is the time period we're supposedly in right now, which is a period of destruction so mm -hmm. that we can create anew this uh, world that we live in and this, create a new reality. But in order to create a new reality, you have to destroy completely the old one. So, so is this ascension? That. Is this part of ascension? It, or it is, is this leveling up? It's no? just, it's, it's, it is ascension, but it's pa probably just basic creative destruction. Right. Because so this everything is where goes we all die? Cycles. That's what we're going to talk about? Yeah. Maybe it's not we die. Maybe it's we die to the old way of being. Oh, okay. I can and what that. can emerge from that? It doesn't mean a physical death necessarily, mm. but it does mean a spiritual death of the old ways of being. Isn't this the Hopis too? Yes. Didn't the Hopis yes. go down this path? Which is perfect because the next topic is shamanism. Oh, shaman. <laughs> shamanism. Shamanism. And uh, we, we have to talk about psychedelic substances in yeah. relationship to shamanism as well. So that's, they're often hand in glove. I think we could also talk about um, certainly unidentified flying objects or mm. UA UAPs. Yes, <laughs> UAPs. The government's trying to, to call them something else. I would say we've already kind of touched on frequency and sound and heart yeah. resonance, the, the heart uh, brain. That's where Henry gets. Henry goes there quite a bit about the, the idea that I just love. I can only remember. I'll go back in, but I loved how he was talking about that your heart it has brain cells. Yeah. You know, that's just fascinating. Yes. It, Henry, William Henry? Yeah, William, William Henry. Henry. And it really does. It's proven that it yes. has brain cells in your heart. Well, sure. It thinks. Well, I What's think. What's your heart think? We are superhuman. We're just, so the idea that we're oppre are oppressed, our, our ideas are oppressed. Yeah. So we, we have a greater potential than we're currently seeing. So right. things like remote viewing and channeling. Yep, yep. Um, what about the mound builders and the race of giants that we've heard about? And we live right next to it. Yes. Um, the Indian mound. Different types of field mi trip. myths. Yes, field trip. Different types of myths and time travel. Um, Want to take a ride? The idea of soul <laughs> entrapment. The moon yeah. and the soul entrapment. Inner earth. Yep, yep. Um, there's just hybrids, human reptilian hybrids inner earth there's so much in there yeah i don't you know i don't know if, i'm just saying <laughs> did you hear what he said there's so, there's much, so in the much in there that's a good bumper sti there, uh, sticker inner, inner earth, earth there's, there's so, so much, much in, in there, there. <laughs> <laughs> but there is i don't you know i don't hear yes. enough about that i'd like to go down yeah that, down that rabbit hole right and then i guess then there's some some current things like um we may not want to go into this but the great reset and some of the yeah. current political ex exo exopolitics yeah. goings on and and sort of the gray areas and then there's two other things i hope we get to and one of those is the hermetic texts again that's sort of ancient civilizations but i'd like to do a series on the hermetic texts and discuss that as well as the law of one um, so there's many more topics. These were just a few on our list, mm -hmm. and I know you guys added to the list. But 
My goodness, y'all. I hope that you're up for this journey with us because <laughs> there's a and lot of great We can area. spotlight yeah, our own stories mm-hmm. in future episodes and, and yeah. whatnot and what brought us here. Because I know we were going to do that in this episode, but it's cool. But it's, we didn't. Right, right. We're just talking now. Yeah, but I, I'd like to get deeper into why each of us are exploring. Into what things. we're into, yeah. yeah. Yeah, this is kind of a stream of consciousness, so I think it's good. It's also good for us to see how this is, you know, flowing. Oh, yeah. It was fun. Yeah, this is um, definitely going to be entertaining, to say the least, (laughs) and informative. Well, hopefully just not boring. And we'll have, like, (laughs) the comment sections open for people to, you know, uh, we'll probably probably broadcast live somehow um yeah future episodes so we can comment along with other people we can in- intersperse things along the way too like take little 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 breaks and something else is in there and then come back to it right you know. like we said we talked about movies mm-hmm. so there's yeah. so many movies we could highlight do a, a quick yep. a two minute you know blast yep. on on certain movies and our take on it and we'd have to plan that ahead, but yeah. I think we should do that. Yeah. All right, and some of the documentaries, like, I mean, that's where I get a lot of my stuff. I'm, is, you I'm know, so, like, out of – I'm sorry to – Go ahead. Stuff. Like, when I go to watch, you know, you've got all these streaming, you know, Netflix and, right, right. and Everybody. platforms. Like, I'm all out. I'm out of content. because you're voracious. <laughs> I'm like, you mean I'm you've looking, watched it all? No, well, no, I've watched the stuff that I can bear. Like, I'll, oh. I'll throw yeah. something on there, and it's like five minutes into it, I'm like, I can't do it. Yeah. I mean, it might be my ADD, but it's definitely like, no. it's hard for, to pull me into something if it's not, you know what I mean? In the first five minutes, if I don't got yeah. you, I don't got you. I've turned some stuff off, too, that I'm just like, yeah. I might have liked this in the 80s, but I can't take it now. <laughs> give me another yeah. fire in the sky. Yeah. Give me another close encounters no of the third shit. kind. I agree 100%. There needs signs. to be more of that. That's the movie that my daughter's I named after. I like Signs. Yeah. I yeah. loved that film. It's contaminated. It's my amoebas in it. There's so much bullshit in the in the the UFO documentaries. And even the voiceovers are horrible and the footage is shitty and the guys well, are stupid. They're trying there to be so too much. gripping. Right, right, like, right. Some right, of this right. stuff's just not In gripping. a world that, you That's know, right. it's all that, which it doesn't need to be. No. Finally, a couple of things have come out that have been really refreshing, really well done, well produced yes, stuff. Yes, yes. You know, what are those ones? Did the you the see? phenomenon, what oh, seemed yeah. good. But what was the most recent one? Uh, I know Jimmy Church Disclosure. was in it. <laughs> just kidding. No. What was the no, name of no. it? No, he said no. Stephen Greer's stuff. Oh, well, yeah, that's good. Let's I go just, walk around my estate for 45 minutes. Yeah, let me push a bale of hay and tell you how fun that was. Yeah. That was weird. So uh, did you guys see Corey Good's uh, graphic novel? No, is it recent? Yeah, yeah. Is I it actually, anime? It, it's, it's actually pretty nice. So um, I'll bring it in so you can, I'll, I'll bring it in so you can look at it. Um, okay. So you can look at it. It. It's nice, actually. It, it it basically is his his origin story. Who is Corey Good? Uh, Corey Good is a guy that I learned about on Gaia mm-hmm. um, in 2014. Oh my word, that's a long time ago. Um, and he told his story about being it? a member of the secret space program. Yeah. And he was he was a child empath, 
that was in the 20 and back in the 20 and back program where he spent, you know, many, many years in, you know, doing services for the government, um, in space. Um, and then he was re age regressed back to the five minutes after the time he was taken originally. And so he's regained some of his memories. They wiped his memory and he's regained some of those memories back. And, uh, the graphic novel tells the origin story, and then uh, a series of those memories are detailed in there. And it's um, it's eye-opening about a, it's an alternative view of what it what it means to be a member of planet Earth. Yeah, it's an alternate view, and it, it it's gonna, it's some of it's very disturbing. Um, yeah, the first time I ever heard Corey Good talk about the moon as a you know, a, basically a giant spaceship and not um, not a, a celestial body as we've no uh, thought thought for many many well millennia. So it, it, you know, some of these things you're not ready for. And I guess I'll say in general, the reason I like the way we're talking about this stuff is we're going to introduce it gently, yeah. because I yeah. know there were some times when I was reading about this stuff that I had to just stop because I was so, it was so jarring to my reality. Right. I had to take some time and integrate it. I got really irritable. Did this happen to you guys? Yeah. Like, did you get irritable? Like when you first got, when it was like the moon thing really did it for me. Cause I loved the moon. I like looking at it. I like, you know, all those and things just about, think the about it. That's a difference. Yeah. Oh. And to think about it as like this physical object that somebody cheese. put there and I just feel deceived. I feel I felt, fooled. I felt deceived and I felt like some of the magic was let was, mm -hmm. was gone from this existence. And I think that some of the stuff we're gonna share will be equal parts disclosure and and magic. It's gonna be both. Because and you and and you have the opportunity to call bullshit anytime uh, you know because it, it always i like to think of these as some great movie i'm listening to yes but then there's yes. some things that really make me think it's funny how Cor Corey good is an unbelievable story and that's the first one of the secret space program that i actually thought yes. this guy could really be for real and he has been years of this and it's always the same story he came out he got like beat up for a while him and uh David Wilcock. David Wilcock. Yeah. They went through a ma a big uh, thrashing for years of being uh, considered phonies or whatever. He wasn't, though. He was just tied on the train, wasn't he, with him? It seems I, like... I don't know how that worked, but... It's hard to know so what's they, they disinformation and beat up just yeah. by other yeah. ufologists. Yes, or, right, right. Yes. They, they took a big dip down. The, uh, the David theme. Wilcox was a, a monster on Ancient Aliens. And he had a lot to say, but I think a lot of personality got in there. And they were they were kind of doing this this two man routine on stage, and it started to kind of feel hokey and phony. And you know, Dave was trying to be too funny, and everything just felt fake. Mm -hmm. But Corey Good still managed kind of this a little more low key vibe about him. But I think he's got a new following now, uh, quite a big following. I'd say so. I'd and say so. He seems very believable. As radical as what he's talking about. It's fascinating. I'd like to talk to somebody who, you know, not only believes that this has happened to them or has whatever, but is also like 
uh, got the energy that portrayed, like, so I could tell you that I went to Dairy Queen yesterday and you're going to believe me without even thinking yeah. about it. You know what I mean? Because I've got the energy that let I've never lied to you. About right, right, right. So like, there's no reason for you not to. I wouldn't even look for holes. But if, right. if, if I was like, you know what, guys, I was actually, you know, kind of holding off on telling you this stuff, but all that shit happened to me too. You know what I mean? Like right. just to hear somebody actually believe, right. like, yes. just tell it like this actually happened. Right. Well, in I'm, the flesh, not just watching the shit on TV. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is one of the biggest challenges because the first time I heard about this stuff from Corey Good in 2014, I was blown away and I sort of lapped it up. You know, I was like, oh, yeah, 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 more, 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 right? And then there got to a point where I was like, oh, wait a minute. Maybe this is all a propaganda campaign. Maybe this is all seeding, you know, um, information so that when the real thing comes, I recognize it and I acquiesce to the narrative. You know, that's how you, that's called grooming guys. And I'm not suggesting at all that Corey Good is grooming us, but I'm saying it's a possibility that he is. Yeah. And that. But grooming for what again? Exactly. But still some of the things that he shares are very fantastical. Yeah. Like, some of the ancient, the, some of the ra- the races of beings that mm-hmm. he's talked about, they have personalities. He gives, he's given yeah, them names. Yeah, he's given them yeah. identities. He's talked about their role in the universe. Which isn't like that much different than uh, George Lucas. No, that's my point. Well, but George Lucas isn't telling you that all this shit is real. Right. That's what, yeah, that's but the it's still difference. like science fiction. But maybe Corey this, Good is telling you it's real. He right. Is but maybe it's real. just a really good imagination i agree that's with what, you that's right. my point point. and that's the place to go at it that's from my but point. i don't know where it was for me where i started turning over thinking some of this actually could be real mm-hmm. and once i started like yeah. at least letting myself feel that not buying into it not saying it's all but i just had such a better uh, experience a more vivid imagination with it because because you're constantly knocking at that door every time you listen to these people you're like hey 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 are you bullshitting me? Hey, 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 you bullshitting me? But when you just kind of like let it go and start listening to it, this guy believes yeah. it. And, and like what Art Bell would say, I believe that you believe it. Yes. And I am 100% behind you. So my that sightings was... were so uh, non-emotional like or anything that they could probably be passed off as something else. Like, it wasn't the Phoenix Lights. Right. You know what I mean? That would have been troubling. Unbelievable what that was. You know, but because so many people saw him at the same time. And how huge that fucking thing was. Mass delusion. Yeah. Yeah. But it was also filmed. So, I mean. I'm not saying it was, I was just using that as terminology, but yes. It is one of the reasons for explaining it. Yeah. Mass delusion is is like number five of how they've tried to explain it. Yeah. 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 That's. explain it away right you mean right yeah sorry you know we haven't (laughs) dealt with one of the most fundamental questions that is usually the first go-to for the existence of extraterrestrials right and that is what does it do to our concept of religion on our planet we haven't talked about that and um i'll start and then you guys weigh in but generally 
pretty much it, it just changes that notion of religion entirely when it's not a an earth-centric universe and we've done that before when we've looked at the planets and the stars and we see that we're just one galaxy that's what's so many, silly one neighborhood religion. it's like it's why do you have to be right why is yeah. there a, a only one way mm -hmm. to view this the answer is there isn't can you still believe in a god and believe in in other planets that have different species i think those things are not exclusive i think those things can coexist and and that's why it's so irritating that we're not being told the truth. It feels as if things are being kept from us as a, as a, as a, not just in America, but all over the planet. And I'm just tired of being treated like a child when it comes to this. It's all perception. Um, yes. I think that no matter how, like when it comes to the disclosure, no matter, no matter how many little cookies they're going to give to us. <laughs> right. Up until they actually say this is happening, nobody like you know a lot of people say, "Oh, I believe in aliens. I believe in aliens. I believe." Right. But I'll tell you right now that if if something came and was right here, people would lose their shit. They probably oh, would, including and, me. And, I, I'd take out for sure. Whole, I would lose my whole shit. cities yep. would be burned down. Well, not that, but I just. I'm telling you, take that's, me a minute, that's right. what would happen. You guys saw War of the Worlds, right? The right. movie, yeah. as that's, well as the series? broadcast. Back there was a series too oh, recently, yeah. like you know uh, Hillary Clinton being on Jimmy Kimmel saying, "Well, we call them UAPs now." It's like they're giving us these little cookies. Yeah, yeah. If they was just <laughs> come out and be like, uh, or breadcrumbs or whatever. <laughs> they're 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 giving us something thinking that like you know uh, eventually we're going to have to like just admit but you can never admit all the bullshit that, yeah once they do that people are going to lose their fucking yeah. minds but you know it's funny because I, I can't remember who it was pope somebody yes it's, the, it's, it's benedict benedict pope benedict yeah came out and said uh if they are that's great it still works and and it's still it still all works. Is that why you he could, was only there a hot minute? Probably. But but it still works. Know. If, if, you know, God isn't just a God to us. I asked, I, I certainly asked this pastor once. I was doing this big mural for him. And we were chatting back and forth. I said, well, what about ETs? And he's like, who's to say God didn't create those too? I mean, we, we are, you're right. We're so earthly centric. We live in that. What I don't, what I don't buy is that there was one guy to tell us the whole story i think it's a lot more and, and what he looked like and we're so right. locked into the, the physical white part dude of it. in the sky it, it <laughs> makes just as much sense to me to think that the, it's called source yeah. There is a source. I'm in, I'm in a group on Facebook that is this uh, CNC, like laser stuff. And I see this guy, always, he's always showing his whatever. And he, he does these engravings on um, Slate. And he's he's been doing all these like Bible Jesus, verses. no like oh. Jesus, like pictures of oh. Jesus as like this white guy, like the old white guy like, the, crying with the and stuff. hair. Oh. I'm like, dude, it's kind of like that Ark in Kentucky, Noah's Ark. <laughs> People love that shit though. They do. I you know what I wouldn't mind going. I've never been there and seen it, but I, I think mind we going. should go. That could be another field trip. <laughs> Noah's Ark, yeah, of in, in Kentucky. Kentucky. Oh, you never I, heard of that? I'd love to do that. No, uh, uh. The, they somebody they did some a church. replica from the apparently from the Bible. Well, how big are we talking here? The, it's actual size. Well, right? Nobody knows how big it well, really was. Nobody knows, but it's, it's actual like, size, right? It's like <laughs> fucking couple, couple. Of, 
<laughs> football field? Yeah, a couple of football fields. It's pretty big. And it's got like, you know, stalls in it for fucking drafts yeah, and everything. Yeah, whatever you oh, need. Oh, that would be fun to go. I think we got to go see it. All cultures talk about a massive flood. Oh, it every happened. Every culture, everywhere. Well, it happened. Beyond it actually, the Bible, it, it did it happen. Was, yeah. The floods yeah, nobody, definitely happened. Yeah. It's, it's just, did they survive in that kind of an arc or was it a spaceship? Or was it an arc of seeds? I mean, was it an arc of eggs and seeds and sperm and stuff? Or Couldn't was have it been just the best swimmers, right? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it was a giant dinghy. Some people think that the planet has started over more than once. Yeah, I I could see it. I mean, when you it's see had that to it's been here forever. It has, yeah. and there's just no trace of certain cultures. Yeah, right. it's so it's inner Earth. You know right. that Easter Island culture? I don't know the name of it. Um, there was a corresponding culture in sort of like South America, I think. And they both had similar characters, the way they wrote their language. Nobody speaks their language. No one's been able to translate it. They don't, they have evidence that it existed. And these cultures that were planets apart, like half a planet apart, had very similar writing. And they don't. They don't know what it meant. What do they call? You say them? that about the pyramids. They were but what, made in. What do they call those? Uh, like the those things, like the pyramids. Like was it time? It's not a time stamp, but it's like. Oh, I don't. I don't know what you're referring to. Oh man, hmm. it's a time something. Anyway, it's right. a mind right. fuck. Well, it's, it's it's like this is something that happened, <laughs> and in like it's like an artifact. All cultures yeah. seem to have to put build something. Mm-hmm. And it's monolith. Like a, no, yeah, but it's like, it's, like, it's a like a time, you know, now that we're looking back, it's like, here's where this happened. Here's where that happened. Sure, that happened. sure. What if it all is like I was mentioning earlier that everything is kind of being revealed as time goes on. The more we can do sonar to get through the, the ground, to find the thing, to even if the, even if. Uh, the government that keeps it all away from us. It's still something that was revealed in this new technology. Well, and what if all these things are like little time capsules that are supposed to kind of disintegrate yes, and yes, be yes. revealed over time? Yes, I think that's true. Like Gobekli Tepe. Yeah. And I know we're not, this isn't the ancient civilization conversation, God, that but my that mind. Gobekli Tepe is mind-blowing. And mm-hmm. it's an example of what you just said, that because of sonar, because of other tech, we now can see things that have been put over with sand or earth. Intentionally. Or intentionally, intentionally covered over. But now we're re- they're being revealed. Which to is your exactly point. the way it should so be. Have you ever heard time. of the, the Eye of the Sahara? It's like actually called like Rikat structure, the, the, the Rishat structure. But it's called the Eye of the Sahara. And like they say that there's theories that this is where the Garden of Eden was. Oh, that's trippy. Well. And you can look at it from in Google images and see like like roads that go into the sea. I mean, you want to see trippy. And then and then Babylon was in Iraq, right? Yeah. Well, I mean, and some then, people say that. And then um, Atlantis has been it was Antarctica. Mm-hmm. Before the flood, there's an interesting and the one. pole shift, the flash freeze. 
Yeah. And we're supposedly due for a pole shift, which would just crush the shit out of us. And a solar flare. Yeah. But you know, but one thing like, back yeah. to what we we're talking about with the kind of things are revealed as they should be. Yes. Well, Antarctica is a great example. It sure so is. So with climate, with with global warming, things are melting. What are they melting, and what are they revealing? And maybe, Stuff. I mean, we certainly are pieces of shit that are that are killing this world. Yeah. There's no doubt about it. What if we're supposed to kill the world a bit? Reveal something and then change. and then make the world even better and, and better, then, better and then change. I don't know. Well, what if the solar flash is is that too? Because there's no question the flood reshaped the, the planet, yeah. and and maybe that needed to happen too. Maybe there was you know too much degradation of mm-hmm. of whatever, and but maybe the solar flash helps us ascend. I don't know. I'm making this up. I have no idea. But it it's these things happen. They're cycles. Yes, they're cycles. Unfortunately, they're kind of it's kind of morbid too we because we're know. talking about a flood that just kills off everybody. Solar, we had a a, a real solar flash. It would just cripple. It would cook everyone like 90% on the of surface. The people would die on right. the surface. Yeah. Um. Again, needing that arc. Right. We better <laughs> start making that thing. <laughs> Let's start making that air arc, but this time it's a space. I got a Jeep compass. It's a spaceship. I'm going to start with that. <laughs> I'm going to build it. That will be the hub. It's a spaceship this mm-hmm. time. Are we getting there? Are we wrapping it up? Yeah, see, there's, that's the Eye of Sahara. And then go. Do you know this thing? Have you seen this? I don't believe I have. You don't have it up? No, I can't. Ah, yeah, the Sahara. Look. Sahara Desert. Right there it is. The eye of the Sahara. Whoa, it looks like a real eyeball. Holy shit, it does. It, are Whoa. you saying it's an ancient civilization? Yeah, oh, that. some people say that. With roads and things. Uh, the, I mean, that's highly likely. And then you look out into the ocean right here. You look at these weird... Like, look at that. Look, there's that right there. Is this stuff we're just now seeing, or no? People, why is it just first we've heard of it? Well, you know, the interwebs have been marvelous. I think part of why we're able to have these conversations is that each of us did our own uh, rabbit hole jumping. Yeah, and and I've been at this uh, ten years, and I know you guys have been at it a long time too, and. you're right. It's a series of rabbit holes, and then we all came up at one little rabbit we hole. We're like, "Hey, you've been there too? Yeah, yes, yeah. Yes. Let's go. Let's go talk about we this." We go back into the rabbit hole all, together. All yeah. the people I talk to about it are sick of hearing it. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you guys aren't sick it's of. It's got to be it somebody yet. out there that wants to listen to us. <laughs> they aren't all going to be sick of us. They can't all be sick of us. So let's 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 uh, let's share. We're gonna this call this fun. one episode zero. Most okay. people that ever hear this will probably have listened to other episodes already yes and have gone backwards yes but this is we've been having these conversations bi-monthly for about four months now yeah yes and we'll actually like tell the history of how it came about and everything in different episodes or whatever but each of us basically just wanted a place to be able to talk about this shit because nobody else in our circles gives a fuck so <laughs> right. 
So this is why we're here, and uh, we decided just to open it up for others to listen to and to comment on and to become a part of it. So and it'll evolve. It'll it'll become its own it'll become its entity. Own. Yeah. So. Well, thanks for listening, everybody.